0: Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's Teaching. My name is Soti Tim. Today, i like to go over one of the uh, popular subjects that you can see and hear quite often in many forums. The subject is about awareness it's about mindfulness and about consciousness okay so which one is which just think that when you are asleep okay when you are asleep are you aware of anything Are you aware of yourself? Are you aware of your surrounding? Are you aware of your body? When you're in a deep sleep, when you go to sleep, you close your eyes and then the next time you know when you get up, it's five, six o'clock in the morning. So during During that duration of hours of time that you were in the deep sleep, whatever that amount is, three, four, five, six hours straight, you were not aware of anything, and time has no meaning, right? When you go to sleep and you have a good deep sleep, no tossing and turning, you go to sleep 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and the next time you open your eyes, it's 5, 6 o'clock. You have a good night's sleep. During that time time span, 5, 6 hours, time has no meaning to you. You are not aware of time, right? Time passed by just like like a snap of the finger. You don't even know what happened, okay? You are not aware of anything. You are gone, right? So when we are asleep, we are not aware of anything. And of course, we are not conscious of anything. Right? So, when we wake up, the first thing is we become conscious. Okay? So, first, of, first thing when we wake up is we become conscious. We are conscious, we awake. And right then and there, almost simultaneously, we become aware again of our surroundings, of our body, of our mind, and the mind and the thought start processing, start thinking, start remembering, start having the feeling, start having the emotion. Okay? So, just observe that. Okay? When you are asleep, you are not aware of anything because you are not conscious. Okay? But when you wake up, the first thing is in order for us to be aware of our physical form, of our mental activities, of our mind, consciousness has to be there first. So, consciousness is the base of our awareness. So, and when we wake up, we become aware of quote unquote who we are. Okay. So what is this awareness of who we are? When we wake up our senses is becomes active. Right? When we are asleep our senses are at rest. Our eyes close. They don't function anymore. And even, you know, you see some people, when they are asleep with their eyes open, right? Okay? There are people who sleep, but you look like they don't, you know, they're not sleeping. With their, but their eyes are open. See, even with that, their eyes are not functioning when they sleep, even though their eyes are open. Okay? So when we sleep our senses sort of shut down they 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 stop um you know receiving information the eyes stop receiving the the visual effect of you know things around us the ears is shutting down the eye you near know, the, uh, the ear drums, the eardrums the this the ear sensory the hearing sensory shutting down the nose is the smelling mechanism is also you know going down the uh a, a taste bud uh the, the physical form but now recognize this even though they are shutting down especially the physical form the body the physical sensory this particular sensory even though you know it is in a in a resting mode it doesn't shut down completely okay it's not it, it's not like the uh, it's not like the, the eyes or the ears uh, or the taste bud. Okay, the physical form, even though it's sleeping and it's at rest, but there is a sense of 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 light, light sensory that is still going on a little bit, and that goes the same with our with our nose also the smelling mechanism. There's a slight sense of uh, sensory that is still functioning. Without us knowing okay but that that is at a at a very low level it's almost it's it's like it's it's not noticeable, and that's why the body is able to to rest to restore its energy okay so when we when we go to sleep, we are not conscious everything is we can say that everything the five senses. Shuts down, and when those five senses shut shut down, we still have the, the 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 mind, which is the sixth sense. Sometimes the mind, if the mind, if during over the, the period of the day, we had, let's say we have, some kind of uh, uh, you know, not not a good day. You know, let's say you have some kind of argument, some kind of fight or whatever, or you have so much stress, uh, so much thinking going on. so, So the mind is very agitated, very disturbed. So when you carry that over into your sleeping time, it's hard for the mind to settle down when the when the fatigue uh overtakes the senses, the five senses that they have to go to rest, the mind has to of course you know try to go to rest also. But the mind you know because the mind is not calm, the mind would generate uh, all kinds of dreams. You know, unpleasant dreams and all that is because the mind was very agitated during the waking hours. So that's why it's important, one of the habits that at least that's my habit anyway, that during the daytime, yes, we go through the uh, different. Activity, mental activity, the feelings that we have, the emotions that we have. If we are watchful of our emotion, then the emotions don't, you know, go up and down too much. But if you're not aware of your emotion, then you will carry it over to the night time. So it's a good habit to meditate probably 10-15 minutes before... You know, you go to sleep to clear the mind, just to let go of everything, just to be peace, and just to uh, to be good to ourselves, to relax, and the best thing is to forgive ourselves, to forgive that uh, sorry that uh, I put you through all this thing, which uh, shouldn't have, shouldn't. Have you know, shouldn't have been like that. So forgive yourself and let everything go. You know, don't hold on to the anger. Don't hold on to whatever that happened during the daytime. You know, so that way, the ten, fifteen minutes meditation before you sleep is helpful. Okay, to get rid of all the, uh, the stress, the way that you that that you have before you go to sleep then you can have a good night sleep so that's one of the the habit that i would recommend you all to do so back to uh, waking up so when we wake up First of all, so we become conscious again. And we become conscious because a lot of times when, when our body has a good rest, the body does its own magic of restoring its own its energy, right? Doing all the repair works that we are not aware of. Okay, the immune system is doing its thing, the digestive system, the lungs, uh, you know, Everything inside us that we're not aware of and have no control over, they do their magical stuff, and they restore the energy back into into ourselves. So when the body is is fully energized, and you know it's like a, it's another word. It's we're really like a, a rechargeable battery, right? In a way, so it but this unique body of ours it recharge itself. That's why it's almost like the sun. Okay, The sun is recharging itself over and over again and so that's why it's like burning until eternity. It, it doesn't stop where the fuel comes from because the sun is able to re-energize itself. And our body has similar characteristics it can regenerate itself and recharge itself. Okay? We don't have to plug our body into anything. We just let it do its own magical things and it recharge itself overnight. So once we the, the body is fully charged, you get up in the morning, you have a good night's sleep, Right, you go, you feel good when you wake up. So the first thing is when you become conscious. When and after you become conscious and you become aware of who you are again. Okay, you you do not wake up and don't know who you are or become another person, right? You wake up and. You're aware of who you who you same are again. You become your same. And how is it that you become your own same? It's because of our fam- familiarity with our surroundings. It's because of our memory, right? The memory serves us. For that purpose, when we wake up to our surroundings, to our own bed, to our own house, based on our memory, so we feel the same. Okay? So, one of the things that you can think. Now, let's say uh, you become unconscious due to, let's say, you have some kind of... uh, Chemical or or you are drunk and you know you and then you become unconscious in one place, and then, or, or you become unconscious from some kind of accident, you know, automobile accident or something, and the next thing you wake up. You in a different area. You in a in a in a room somewhere in a place somewhere you not you don't know. See, you notice right away that but you're aware of your own self but your surrounding is different right So everything is we know who we are based on uh, memories the memory of who we are. So when we come we become aware what is it that we that make us aware of who we are we are aware of who we are based on our five senses again yeah, plus our mind which is the sixth sense right? the mind comes back and the mind uses the, uh, the same brain where it stores all the information that we have gathered throughout our lives okay so because the mind uses the same information which is stored in our brain, the database, the supercomputer. So we come to to be aware of ourselves as our same self again. Okay? And our vision comes back. Uh, hearing comes back our smell comes back to normal our taste buds come back come, you know, comes back so now we become aware okay so we become aware of who we are again by way of our five senses plus the sixth sense door which is our mind okay so that is one level of awareness, Okay, the awareness of our own being, the awareness of who we kind of are, Okay, we are aware of who we are at that particular moment when we wake up. Now the next level or the next thing that we need to be aware of and which is important is awareness of our own mind okay as soon as we wake up our mind starts working okay so what is the mood of the mind right the mind if everything around us is the same okay let's say you know there's nothing burning nothing you know unusual happening around us physically physically Everything is normal, so that is fine. What is normal or not normal on the mental side? That's different, right? So it depends on a lot of time, on what we had experienced from the previous day, or what we have planned, or you know what is it that we have planned to plan to do. The the thinking, come in. Right, So, if let's say we had some kind of bad experience from previous day, previous night, we had a fight we had or whatnot, it carries over. As soon as we wake up, that same thought comes up again. Right? The, the thought of having that fight with whoever or animal, whoever, comes back again. But see that thought comes back only after we become aware of ourselves first. So the very short moment right when we become awake, okay? When we just become awake, after after consciousness comes back, we awake and then we become aware of who we are. There's no mood yet. Okay? The mind is has no mood yet. But right after that, that, when the mind kicks in, then it starts to generate this emotion, which translates into the mood of who we think we, you know, we are going through. So if we wake up with a negative mood, that carry over from previous day or whatnot, that that sorta of set out the tone for the day that you know you're not going to have a good day. And vice versa, let's say if you have let's say you have a good plan for today. And when you wake up, let's say oh today we have we have a plan to go on a vacation or you're getting married. Right, getting engaged or birthday party, so that that the thinking kicks in and it sets the mood for you. Right? So the emotion kicks in from the thinking of the mind. The mind think and the mind create the emotion. Right? Creates the emotion. And that's what dictates our mood for the moment. Okay? So, and that is the critical point. Okay? For most of the people who do not, who never come across Buddha's teaching, can never understand this part. Okay? Can never understand. How this mind works, okay? They just go, you know. For normal people, who never get to study what Buddha's teaching is all about, when they get up mad, they still just they just get up mad and have a bad mood. When they get up feeling good, feeling happy, ex- ex- excited, they just feel like that, which is that is the normal ordinary mind okay but for people who get to understand Buddha's teaching then they start they can investigate all of these different mental activity that is happening within not, not outside it's happening within and it's within our mind okay and we know how all of this thing comes. When the mind becomes active and when the mind starts thinking and then it create it can and then it create emotion, it creates the mood the awake can one, the one who understands the mind can notice, see that the mind is awake, the mind is thinking, and the mind is reacting to the thought. See, that is the difference between a practitioner who understand the Buddha's teaching. That's the difference between those people and the rest of the people who never come across the teaching of the Buddha. Okay, because again, you all know the Buddha taught about what about the body and the mind, right? So on the mind part, the Buddhist practitioner needs to be aware of their own thought, of their own mental activities and how it comes about. And because as we all know the mental activity has its cause, right? It doesn't just happen by itself. It does it has its cause and where the cause come from that generate the different emotion the different feeling the different mood that uh, that most people think who they are they are happy they are nervous they are sad they are anxious they are shy they are worried right all those different feelings which are the products of the emotional mind. Okay. So, become aware. Awareness is at the level of just waking up is one level of awareness. You just become aware of who you are. The next, so the next level of awareness is you become aware of your own thought the six senses okay the six senses you become aware of your own thought because your our own thought create our own emotion our own thought create the mood for the mind okay so being aware of our own thought is very very important because the thought leads to the emotion which gives us the feeling of being happy or not and it sets the mood for us so that is what we need to keep practicing. When you, after, during our waking hours, we know we meet many situations. We encounter many conditions through, throughout our day. Okay? Many people say many things. We meet friends relatives spouse uh, family close uh, co-workers okay and people say things people do things that can affect our feeling right so our feeling and just like I have covered already some in uh, in some of our previous episodes we react very fast, okay? We react very fast to the things that people say, especially, okay? People say certain things, you know, they make a little remark, you know, you were just sitting there minding your own business, okay? Whether you are sitting at home doing whatever you do. You were doing something at the kitchen, you were cooking, okay, or you were at work, doing your work, or whatnot. And people being people, they have opinions, of course, they have their two cents, they have their intention. Whatever intention it is, it doesn't matter. It could be good intention or not good intention. Okay? But whatever the intention that they have, when the words come out, it affects us right away. Boom. Right? Because let's say they have good intention, but their good intention comes out in the in the speech that you don't like. It sounds like some kind of lecture to you or some kind of criticism to you. Okay? So let's say your parents see you do something that uh, they don't like and they think that what you do is uh, not it, it is harmful or, or not beneficial or Whatever you know they think, so they walk by or they have they, they say a couple of things in, in their mind with good intention to help you, let's say. But for you, you don't think it's a good thing to hear react quickly right so let me give you an, an easy, easy example okay so let's say you were sitting at, at your at your kitchen table or in the living room or whatnot and your spouse or your your children or your parents, Walk by and say, that's not, a proper, that's not a proper way to sit. Or, your dress don't look nice. S- fix your dress. Right? Or, hey, it looks like you're a little bit overweight. You should do this or you, know, you should do that. See? Little remarks like that. You know, and which the people who say things don't mean to harm you. Sometimes the people say things to try in, in their mind, trying to help you say, hey, uh, I think you should lose a little weight, but for, to our defense, to the to the ego defense in ourselves we react negatively, you say, oh, are you calling me fat? Are you call are you telling me I'm overweight? You see? The mind reacts very quickly in a defense in a defensive way. Right? So this is just an example of many things that can happen. Okay? Especially it happens in you know in many families, but this is just one of the little examples that can happen. Because people talk. People, people have so much, so many opinions. So how we react, right? Watch. Are you aware of your own mind? See, you have to learn to catch the feeling that you become aware of the feeling. So when, the, when somebody says something... And then you feel. Uh, you feel offended. Okay, when you feel offended right away, there's, there's. A, you know how it feels, right? When you feel offended, somebody says something to you, you don't like it. You don't like it, then there's anger arise automatically, really quickly. So, your job. If you choose to. As a practitioner of, a, of a Buddhism or Buddhist, your job is to catch that, is to become aware of that rising emotion, okay? When, some, when you feel offended, you have to become aware just at the snap of a finger like that, hey, my anger is arising. I'm being offended. I feel offended. You have to be aware of that. You have to be able to catch that. Right? So, to catch that, you have to be aware. You have to be aware of your own feeling, of your own reaction. That is the next level of awareness. You become aware of your own emotion, your own reaction based on the feeling of being offended by, by, by some remarks or by some kind of looks or activity or, or action of, of somebody that, you know, sort of like hit you and you become hmm, you don't like you know, and as soon as you feel hmm, I don't like catch it right away, say oh I'm, I'm aware that I have this rising emotion within me. See? And that very little thing there requires a lot of training. Okay. That little thing to to to, to catch ourselves in that very early stage of our of our reaction, feeling offended feeling, uh, you know, hurt is a practice that we have to, we have to learn, you know, because we have been in the habit of just reacting, you know, reacting to whatever people say or do, okay, all of our lives. We never, we know, never understand about this thing, so when that ha- when that, when we don't know, then we just you know, go with the flow of our feeling. You know, we just go with the flow of our emotion, happy or sad or anger or whatever. Okay, we just go with the flow. But being awake means this means being aware of a very close feeling here. That when you feel a little bit hurt, you say, hey, I have this negative feeling arising in me. See? That's when you need to catch it. You become aware aware of your own of your own feeling, your own emotion. Right? And, again, it needs practice. Okay? It needs practice because it's almost like you learn to catch bullets. It's very fast. The mind reacts very fast. Okay? Our mind, everyone's mind, reacts very fast. So, to catch our mind is is a skill that we need to learn. We need to practice constantly at every moment. And you have to practice and practice and practice. Again, it's almost like learning how to catch a bullet. Okay. But of course, at beginning, just like in anything else, it you're not gonna catch it right away. But with practice, you will start to learn, you will start to 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 get to catch that bullet. Okay. Fast enough so that you don't go with the flow of the emotion. You don't go with the flow of those feeling of the reaction. Right? Because why do we do that? Why do we need to catch the feeling and the, the emotion and the rising and the, the feeling uh, of being offended and all that? Why? Why do you need to do that? I think some of you know why the answer because the negative feeling is not good, right? The negative feeling is not good. And it's not good for who? It's not good for us. It's not for anyone else. It's not good for us. Yours truly, right? When you become angry or sad or whatnot, who's feeling it? We are. Not anyone else. We are. That's why we need to catch that feeling that makes us not feel good. Say, hey, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this to myself. Just because somebody says something, just because somebody does some crazy stuff, right? Why would I let that destroy my own inner peace? See, that's the reason why. You need to keep watch of your very own active activity, your very own mental action. See, that's how you protect your inner peace. This is what one of the main teachings of the Buddha. Learn to protect your own inner peace by not being affected. by not being offended by outside force because your feeling is your own you don't need to get offended by whoever say what, call you whatever name or whatever remark okay, you just keep it nice and cool no reaction okay and you just you can of course, you're not a piece of rock you just hear and that's all. And then you step back. See, now you become aware. When you become aware of your own mental activity and you keep it cool, you keep it calm, then you don't go with the flow of whatever people say, whatever things. They're. That's just noise. That's just voice. And you take that time to assess what people say. Because there are times that people give you constructive criticism but they don't know how to word it correctly or properly. Right? So, I mean, you know people are people. Okay? People don't know how to words it uh, to word it correctly, properly to your or to your liking. Right? So you can always assess what they say or what they do, and after that, you can make decision to respond in a calm way or not to respond depending on the your depending on the situation you're in, whether it is necessary to respond or whether you can ask for more information or for more suggestion even. If somebody's if somebody really truly wants you to be better, you know, and you took it the wrong way, let's say, and then you ask why you say certain things like that, what should I do? See, instead of being offended, and then you ask back, you know, if you decided to, you know, engage, you know, you don't have to, but you can. But the important thing is when you are aware of your own your own mind okay then you can become then you become the owner of your own mind see you become the controller of your own mind and that is very amazing because your own mind becomes yours. If for all, for people, most of the people, the mind is is the boss. it's the boss, the mind go do whatever they become whatever, right? Happy, cry, sad, joy whatever, all those emotions it's like a storm going back and forth, up and down, okay? Because people live under the power of their own mind, which we sometimes call the ego mind. Okay? But if you become of this feeling, become aware of what goes on in the mind and not letting the mind, you know, being offended. Just let go of the being of the offending feeling. Just control, just look at the look at your inside yourself,, hey, okay, this feeling is creeping up all right, okay, it's coming up I see anger coming up, I see jealousy coming up, okay, that's not a good that is not a good thing to have inside me. I let it go. you see it's not that because everybody has the negative and positive ingredients in all of us right you, you remember the, the the mind faculties that I, I often mention we have wholesome and unwholesome mind activity I mean faculties or ingredients all in all of us we know we don't want those negative things to to come up so when when you when you're aware of your own mind, then you can see, oh, I don't need that, and keep it. So, with that in mind, then you can understand that, oh, okay, certain things, there people say certain things or whatnot that can hurt people because words like that affected me in a negative way. See, now you can assess the wording, the situation. Words like that affected me in a negative way, but I'm not being, I'm not going to be affected by it, but I know now that things like that that people do or say affect people in a negative way. Now you become mindful. The next time you do things or you say things to other people, you become mindful of your own words, your own action, right? Because you say, oh, I need to find a better way or a better approach to say things to people, you know, to do things so that I don't offend other people, right? See, now you become mindful, okay? That's what mindfulness is all about. But before you can get to the mindfulness state or stage, you have to be aware of yourself first. You see, you have to be aware of your own mental activity first. You have to be aware of what your mind is doing first. What your thought is doing first. Right? Your thought, why are you thinking a certain way? Are you thinking a certain way because these people say this? Because if you don't watch, your thought will take you far. you your thought can take you down. Your thought can take you t- to dark places if you don't watch your own thought. See? The thinking mind can take you to places that you don't want to go. Because the mind is a very powerful uh i don't know what to call it it's a very powerful machine okay that can do all kinds of destructive stuff but it can also do all kinds of good stuff depending on how you let the mind how you make the mind do if you live under the control of the mind of your own mind your own mind, it takes you places that is beyond your control sometimes. But if, when you become the master of your own mind because by being aware of the negative activity or the negative emotion, and you just let it go, not being offended, and things will just go away by itself. By doing that, by being aware of your own thought, you can assess the situation. See, every one of us, we have this thought that comes up into our mind and behind the thought, we have to be aware that there's some kind of intention in it. Okay? There's some kind of intention behind it so watch that intention also the mind has, is very tricky sometimes the mind comes up because of reaction reaction to what we call it negative uh, words from people negative triggers from out there that make our mind defend ourselves which is the ego mind defend itself okay So there's triggers out there all over the place that triggers our mind to react. Or the mind also has intention. The ego mind also has intention. And what is that intention? Intention produces action. And what is that action? Okay? You watch it. Watch out your own mind. When you do certain things, there's always intention behind it. There's always something that the mind looks for to benefit itself. Okay? You move a finger because you have an intention behind it to do something to benefit, in order to benefit yourself. You don't just move a finger for no reason. So, that intention, you have to be aware of it. What is the intention of the mind? Is it a good wholesome intention or is it an, an egoistic intention Okay, that can generate negative backlash? Right. So that is the next level that you need to follow your own mind. Become aware of its activity. Both ways. One is on the receiving end, and one is the intention of uh, of ourselves. When we have, when we want something, we so we create an intention. The mind creates an intention, and it out of the intention, there's a thought that come out, and comes out into words, into action. And if you're not aware of that intention, it can lead you into something that is not a good thing okay so being aware of our mind is very important and that's when you do that when you become aware of it and then you be, you can train yourself to be aware of it to catch it, that's how you protect your own inner peace. And that's all you need. There's nothing else you need. When you can protect your own inner peace, then you can assess things as they are. You don't, There's no need to, to do anything else. Okay. So, that's what i like to share with you all today. Being aware about awareness. It's awareness of, aware of our own, Mind activities, our own emotion, of rising emotion, negative or positive, be aware that what the mind is doing. Okay, there's a rising emotion, uh, you know, or there's a positive emotion arising or negative emotion rising, and you just observe it and you will see the the. the, the the, the changing process of the mind from negative to positive to neutral. And the mind changing like that based on whatever the mind encounter After a while, you will recognize that, oh, this is the function of the mind. Right? You become aware of your mind that the mind does this. One day I have a fight with my let's say with my brother the week after we meant things. One day I have a fight with my spouse, three days later, we become friends again. What is it the mind doing that is driving us all crazy? Watch the mind. Become aware of our own mind is the best thing that you can do to yourself. Become aware of it. Okay? So that's what I like to share with you today. Right, I hope you get something out of it, and yes, you can leave me a voice message if you like. Alright, I'm always welcome to feedback. And until further, until later time, I like to always to always close with. Paying respect to the triple Gem, to the Buddha, to the Dharma, and to the Sangha. And ultimately, taking refuge in ourselves. May you all be good and discover yourself. Be happy. Namaste. <music>